nice out now game game Greetings, dear listeners, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Chich, and I'll be your DM for tonight, and the players with me tonight are... Cora. Run away! Richard. Run away! Dia. I hope you all appreciate that this is biting into my tarantula hunting time. And Andrea. Run away, get away, get away, run away. Beautiful. So, hey, peeps, it's been a long while since we last heard each other, and, uh... You know, I sort of didn't manage to come up with a goof for this week, and uh, all the brain power required to do so has completely fried my brain, and I cannot uh, remember what happened last time with Blade. Can anyone remind me, please? Oh, meta. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Impressive. We, uh, we set about looking through the library for books referencing the sunset. Dawn went to look for information about prophecies in the divination section, while Kasni and Marjorie went to check the divine magic section. Kasni attempted to explain the sunset to Marjorie, but it didn't go very well. Marjorie asked someone about the library's oldest books. Dawn overheard two people arguing, Zola and Felicia. One of them said they couldn't do what the other asked. Dawn worked out it was something to do with St. Yuri. Uh, one of them stormed off, and he approached the other one, a dragonborn called Felicia. She seemed concerned, and Dawn offered to help her. She asked him to meet her later at the church of St. Uri. Dawn asked her if she knew anything about the sunset or Pelor. She did not. Dawn returned to researching, but didn't find anything of use. Kasni found a book about divine magic that mentioned the gods. He also found a book about old religious songs and their meanings. It included um, a song called Sunset on the Golden Age, uh, which was the song that uh, Declan knew about the sunset. And then I've got a little bit of um, a little ex- excerpt from it. Sundered from daylight by the rage of the unseen, people in hiding, exiles. Um, and exiles has a capital uh, uh, capital E, so presumably it means something. That's a line that Decla hadn't known. Uh, we didn't know what it meant, but it seemed important. Marjorie found out more about St. Yuri and how he was blinded and exiled and then killed a black dragon called Alex Lamara. Then he returned to the village he was exiled from and blinded everyone. It didn't seem very connected, but Brother Bernard of the Sun Temple was also mentioned as one of his companions. Declan and Daniel headed out after finally getting him to put on clothes. Daniel was his usual charming self as they made their way to the bank, swearing and barging into a little old lady. She's a hero and didn't put up with his ass hattery. <laughs> she cast a spell on him, but it had no immediate obvious effect. Daniel insisted Decla get involved, but she only said she couldn't really allow him to come to harm. The old lady is se- was seemingly very perceptive and offered to help Decla out if she needed to get away. Her name was Frida. After she left, Daniel fired the lot of us, so Decla went off to find a soup kitchen to donate her share of the loot, then hurried away. She bumped into a kid who was putting up wanted posters with drawings of everyone except Marjorie, offering a reward of 100 gold each for our captures. Decla skedaddled. 
<laughs> the library gang met back up and discussed their findings, then left the library. We saw posters of ourselves. Kasney disguised himself with disguised self and became a short, chubby blonde woman. A human woman. Uh, Dawn told us to split up, but before we could, Frida approached us and offered to help. Yeah, that's what happened last time. Uh, so yeah, Marjorie just said, uh, Who the fuck are you? <laughs> and the uh, old woman looks up at you and says, They called me old Frida. I can see you're in a bit of a bind and I can help you out. And I've already tr extended my help to your half-orc friend, but I haven't been able to find your red-headed friend. I don't know where he is, but after I get you out, I can get him out as well. You just need to tell me where he is. Uh, okay, I first, uh, right, right off the bat, I have to do an inside check to make sure she's not trying to trick us and take the reward. Okay. Uh, so. Go for it. I rolled a six. <laughs> Clear as mud. Her face, her face is very wrinkly, so it's uh, tough to tough to tell from just from her face what she, what her plan is. Hmm. Dawn finds it very alarming that she knows even that much about them. Mm. Yeah, I suppose she knows more than the the wanted posters. Yes. Yeah, Marjorie doesn't even know anything about Darren. No. Dawn just looks at the woman and goes, and what did our half-orc friend say to you? She seemed alarmed and zoomed off. And that is an excellent suggestion. I look at the other two and go, coming? Uh-huh. Yes, let's G the F-O. <laughs> well, at least let me, oh, for fuck's sake. And she just walks around and waddles off. <laughs> that woman seems to know... More about us than she should. Certainly more than I'm comfortable with. We need to get out of town fast. I agree. Old ladies creep me out. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you married to an old lady at some point? Well, I make exceptions. Dawn does that thing where he sort of looks like he's going to say something and then doesn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not really stupid. <laughs> Um, as, as soon as we get under the eaves in an alley, I'll look at everyone and goes, I suggest we split up. Uh, where do we meet? On the road. We were all heading. Yes, we're all heading to the village which, whose name I've already forgotten. <laughs> the most important village where your family member lives. Yes, where your, de where your dear family member. It's called Nirpart, and Nirpart. I only know this because I was editing the episode today. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yes, we'll meet on the road to Nirpart. Uh, cherry! Full speed ahead! As you're figuring it out, uh, you hear behind you, There! They went over there! And uh, you look behind you and there's a bunch of cops uh, coming your way. Kazni make, makes makes to look like uh, he's not with them, because he doesn't look anything like any of them. Actually, they're not looking for Marjorie as yet either. So, um... Were they just looking for a chair? No, the chair wasn't on the poster, was it? No. Okay. That's all of them! Both the women were involved as well. And it's the old the old woman uh, pointing at you and a bunch of cops are running after you. What, Frida? Dawn just holds his hands up and goes, I assure you, everything was consensual. <laughs> <laughs> and then disappears down an alley. So the three of you uh, split up and uh, each goes down a different alley. Let's roll some initiatives, just... Makes sense. You know, just to see who goes first and stuff. Like, who, 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 whose route are we looking into first? 24. 10. 15. 
So, Dawn, you run down an alley, uh, and uh, a few behind you, you see uh, the cops also split up, and a small group goes after each of you, just like two or three. Okay. Okay, so, uh, Dawn, what's your direction? Dawn's first direction is going to be basically break line of sight as many times as possible, and when he thinks he's got enough space between him and the cops, he's going to cast Disguise Self. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the alley you are in currently is pretty uh, long and narrow. Uh, you, there isn't really um, any way to duck into until you reach the next bigger street. Um, how easy is it to get to the rooftops? Hmm. Do me a quick perception, just just cause. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, uh, as you're running, you do notice like a small balcony up ahead and then a bit of a windowsill on the other side. And you think that if you... Time it right and uh, do do enough uh, parkour, you could maybe get to the rooftops. All right, I will attempt that. This might be very undignified. As I'm moving at speed, would you say it's acrobatics? Yes. Okay. It's parkour. It's definitely ac- acrobatics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's fourteen plus seven is twenty-one. Yeah, you successfully make it to the roofs. You bounce off a wall, uh, pull yourself up to the small balcony, push yourself to the windowsill, and from the windowsill you just uh, somersault up onto the roof. Okay. And you continue your way. Next up was Cassney. Cassney, uh, what's your current route? Where are you going? I would like to run out of the, uh, out of the sight of the people following us. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know why they're chasing me, because I don't look like anyone. Well, the old woman implicated you as well. Was it Frida? Yeah, it was Frida. She said both the women are involved. Why is she implicating us? Wow, such a dick. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you didn't accept her help and she resented that. <laughs> well, why would, we, why would we trust her? Snitches get stitches. <laughs> I think Richard was right. They tra- she was trying to get us together so she could claim the reward. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Bitch. You, you, you... We'll never trust an NPC ever again! You realise we have to kill her on site now. Good luck. Kasni. Yes, um, I want to try and get out of sight of the people, and um, I, I plan to, I plan to use, uh, use another disguise self as soon as I am out of, out of sight completely, and become someone entirely different, and then go in a different direction. Okay, yeah, so the street you're currently running down is uh, one of the... Um, bigger streets. You split from the group and you run down the street uh, while uh, Dawn uh, ducked into an alley. Um, can you ro- can you roll me a d10? A d10. Yep, that one. Four. You're running down a main street and uh, your path leads you uh, by a shop which uh, just got delivery. So there's a lot of boxes and barrels and uh, crates uh, loaded up in front of it next to a cart and uh, you're it's gonna be uh, difficult to navigate through uh, so can you uh, roll me there um... am I currently out of sight uh, not quite yet oh damn it there's uh there's three cops running behind you okay um I am not hugely acrobatic I'm not entirely unacrobatic but I will you can roll either uh, acrobatics or intelligence to navigate through the to find the best way through the uh, crates and my my acrobatics is definitely the best option here <laughs> that wasn't good Uh-oh. that was a nine I'm getting caught <laughs> they're far enough away you think they they would need at least another round to catch up with you so 
Uh, yeah, you um, you take a running jump to uh, uh, try uh, parkouring your way over the barrels, but uh, you misjudge the height and your uh, foot catches and you uh, trip over the barrel, but you uh, pick yourself up and uh, continue running around. So uh, half your movement is lost on this endeavor. But, you know, the cops have to make it through them through uh, the barrels as well. So maybe not all is lost yet. So yeah, you uh, continue running. Marjorie. Okay, I'm going to start by casting Longstrider on my chair. Okay, what does that do? Longstrider is going to, for the next uh, hour, increase the speed of Cherry by 10 feet. Woo! Which means Cherry now has a speed of 50. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> so we are going full speed because Cherry, uh, after this, is going to spend. So, so Cherry does have a turbo mode. Cherry does have a turbo mode. Ain't no brakes on the Cherry train. Exactly. Yeah, I, I flipped the turbo lever by casting Long Strider. You uh... activate the nitrous. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. You pull the lever to cast Long Strider. That's how it works. Exactly. Exactly. And that, yeah, so so Cherry now has a speed of 50, which means if Cherry dashes every turn, which Cherry is totally going to do, Cherry can move 100 feet per turn. Wow. Fucking dust. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not going to duck into an alley. I'm going to leave these fuckers behind. (laughs) That's fair. Just just run as fast as you can in a straight line. You'll far outpace them. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. You split off directly the opposite way of casting down the main down the main street, past the cops. You just hear one of them called, "Watch out! They have a magic user." <laughs> See you later, suckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, and as you are speeding, Marjorie, you're never gonna be able to come back to this town again. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've already been to the library, so what else is there to see? <laughs> exactly. Marjorie, as you and Cherry speed off in turbo mode down the main street, uh, roll me a d10. Ooh. Oh, no. Now I have to figure out which one that is. <laughs> uh, that's the percentile. Well, you can roll the percentile. It, wor- it works the same. Yeah, it, I guess it does. Yeah, I, I actually don't know where my property tens are, so... In that case, I rolled 80. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you run down the main street and you come across a square. And in the middle of the square, right in the way of Cherry, uh, there's a man standing on a sort of a soapbox or something and seems to be preaching to a crowd. And uh, the way uh, Cherry is going seems you're going to have to make either a sharp turn or knock the, on, or knock the preacher down. Oh, he's going to fall over. It's fine. <laughs> I don't respect religion. Where is your god now? Smash. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, preaching the love and light of... Uh... Beep, beep. <laughs> well, how easy it is to uh, maneuver Cherry? Um, I mean, Cherry has... Uh, uh, that's hard to say. Cherry's a four-legged creature, really. So uh, how, how easy would it be to maneuver a heavy dog? <laughs> But the pro- but the problem is it's quite wide but isn't very long so you don't have the counterbalancing and also heavy. It is made of iron, so it is pretty heavy. Oh man, this preacher is dead. So think moose rather than dog. Okay. Uh, he also has. Doesn't he have like lion paw feet? He does. Yes. To yeah. be fair, structurally, it's more like a tortoise. <laughs> Just. Really kind fast. of, but just a really fast a tortoise. very fast tortoise with a chair-shaped shell. Sure. 
So yeah, you uh, you make you make it out the st- uh, street onto the square, and uh, the the pr- there's a pre- there's a preacher on the preaching the love and light of Saint Saint Lazarus. Yeah. There's a small crowd in front of him, and uh, they all just hear all this loud stomping, getting louder and louder, and the uh, ground starts to shake a bit, and they all look to the side, and the preacher points at the at you, as if to say something, but then Cherry runs into him. Where's your god now? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. <laughs> <laughs> And Jerry smashes into him, and he flies off the soapbox, lands on the floor, and you see, uh, you hear a loud g- gasp uh, sound through the crowd, and they ran over to you to uh, help him. And uh, if you care enough to lo- look over, you see, uh, you see uh, his face is bloody from the nose down. Yeah, I'm, I'm like leaning over the back of the chair with my crossbow in case someone's chasing me. So just to make sure you actually get him. <laughs> you see uh you see the group of cops um in the back after you and they uh they seem to be talking on a sanding stone. Oh shit. They know where I'm going. They're setting up a roadblock. Cast jump on Cherry. <laughs> you can zoom across the uh the square down another main street. Meanwhile, Decla. Hello. Meanwhile, you've been zooming off after that unsettling interaction with an old woman you've seen for the second time that day. Where am I in the city right now? You have just entered the Planks District, which is uh, the part of the town that is built on uh, planks above a... Very creatively named. I mean, yes. Uh, It's built uh, on uh, wooden pillars uh, built into the bog, uh, and then planks laid out across. It's it's mostly where um, poor people live. Uh, There's a lot of warehouses here, and... uh, uh, your current uh, track is leading you across a fish market. Mm. Okay. You do know in your time here you have managed to pick up on the fact that uh, the most of the transport across the the bog happens on rafts. Gonna need to borrow one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have just uh, uh, recently uh, entered the Planks District, which you can tell because the ground is now Planks. All right. Right, and you're uh, nearing the fish market, Ken. You still have uh, a bit of a walk until you get there. Yeah, you're uh, power walking away. What did you want me to roll? A d10. A d10? Uh, two. To work out what your obstacle is. <laughs> Number two. So yeah, the fish market is packed with people. Like, you actually have to uh, push your way through a bit, um, and you uh, bump, it, bump into uh, a woman, and uh, you... Uh, uh, cause her to drop her uh, basket of fish. Uh, she's a young half orc woman, like seems her early twenties, and she looks at you angry, like, "Why? Why the fuck did you do that?" And she pushes you. She looks uh, angry. What do you do? I will cast sanctuary on myself and leave. <laughs> okay, what does sanctuary do? Uh, if uh, anyone wants to attack me, they have to make a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> I assume that includes. Being shoved by fish market people. <laughs> <laughs> well, she already pushed you before you did that, but you know, it's not that it didn't really hurt you. She, it's she, it's it's just more. I might as well keep it up. Yeah, now you now you're keeping it up, and you you walk away, and she yells after you, "Hey, I'm talking to you." Nope, I'm busy. Bye. She starts checking for her pockets. For fuck's sake, what did you steal? Oh, for God's sake! What the fuck did you steal from me? I'm leaving, ignoring her. You're leaving, and she's leaving after you. Okay. 
fine. You've already managed to uh, push your way through the crowd a little bit, so she's a bit behind you, but... I'm gonna go full speed. Yeah, you uh, you uh, managed to push out of, of out of the thick crowd of the fish market, and you continue on your way. Next up, Dawn! <laughs> yes? You're on the roof now. Okay, I will... Oh, dash a few roofs over, check the alley is empty, mm-hmm. uh, jump down into it, cast Disguise Self, and then just walk out into the middle of the street. Like Okay, as you're running over the rooftops, uh, roll me a d6. D6? Oh, more chances of it going wrong. Uh, six. Oh, dear. So yeah, you're uh, running across a few rooftops, uh, you know, ju- jumping across narrow alleys, and... Uh, uh, you come across a construction crew, which seems to be uh, fixing a leak in the roof. Uh, okay. And they look up at you like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing here? You don't, you don't have a license to be here." Are they obstructing my way? A, l- a little bit, like they have all their uh, tools and equipment and materials laid out. So, uh, yeah, you, uh, you'd have to like. I assume you make an acrobatic check because it's you. Uh yes, I'm just. But you can uh, you can you can try you can try other ways to get through them. Uh no, I'll do acrobatics. Um, I'm moving absolutely full pelt at the moment, which makes me move at some silly rate. Mm-hmm. Corey, you're my rule smith. Um, how what's the greatest movement that rogues can do? Rogues, I mean you're you're a special. Yeah, are you using um feline agility? Mm-hmm. You sure? Because uh, they're not guards, you might want to save it. <laughs> you can move as your action. Yeah, so you can dash and no, you can move as your movement. You can dash, yeah, dash as your movement, and then you can dash as a bonus action. So you can go three times your speed, and you can double your movement speed if you use feline agility. Hey, okay, I'll spare feline agility, but I will double dash and move. So I just, I nearly keep track. Yeah, that's ninety. Yeah. Insert Mario Kart soundtrack here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should I just roll acrobatics? I'm not going to interact with them in any way, but I am going to move a few bits further on now that someone has identified me. Okay. Oh, 14 again, plus 7 is 21. Uh, one of the construction workers uh, stands up, tries to look intimidating. Uh, he's a human, you know, middle-aged, middle-aged human, you know, so... So he looks intimidating and you just... Uh, uh, roll to the side, pick yourself up, and continue running. The rest of them uh, haven't really had a chance to uh, react to you. It's uh, It hasn't really uh, caught up to them what's happening yet. So yeah, and you uh, continue running across the roofs. Cassney, you were uh, running, you just uh, ran past a shop which was just uh, loading, uh, just had a delivery of goods. And uh, you're continuing, you continue running down the streets. Uh, what's your direction? If, if I'm not visible by, by the people behind me. Well, it's still kind of visible. Ugh. Technically. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Alright, um I will I will continue I will continue to just um dash as quick as I can away. Mm-hmm. Down the street or are you uh, swarming away or what are you doing? Uh if I can try and duck down uh another alley that'd probably be best. Okay, yeah, you uh, pay attention to uh, what's going on and you actually see an alley coming up ahead and you duck into it uh, and uh, roll me a d10. One. You duck down the alley and it uh, leads you past the back entrance to a butcher shop and there's a large uh, woman in your way. 
she's uh, carting in uh, a fresh carcass, looks to be a goat. And uh, it's a narrow alley and she's a wide woman, so... Uh, uh, Kasni stops suddenly and he will um, bow theatrically and will say, Excuse me, madam, may I pass? Wow, <laughs> oh, rude. She, lo- she looks at you and says, Who the fuck are you, girly? Oh yeah, I'm a woman now. Doesn't matter, I can still bow and, uh, and be charming. Mm-hmm. I'm just visiting my um, aunt who's, who, who uh, just lives a few doors away. I was trying to find somewhere to buy um, medicine for her because she's sick. I think you're a bit late on that one. <laughs> Old Sandra died a week ago. Uh... <laughs> no, n- no, sorry. I must have got turned around. I think she lived... I don't know my way around. I I think I might be lost. You hear uh, the sound of footsteps uh, running up uh, behind you. You don't see them yet. Do you need a hand getting that goat into there? Uh, I can help. I'm stronger than I look. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I got it. Just go move on your way. And uh, yeah, you uh, you uh, squeeze past her, but uh, the cops are almost on you again. Uh, you hear you hear someone call out. Uh, she ran into this alley, and you hear you hear the. Uh, yeah, actually, she was a tif- tiefling woman. She you hear the large tiefling woman. Uh, oh damn it! I would have definitely flirted with her more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, large, uh, black-haired, reddish-purple skinned tiefling woman, and you just hear a swear swear somewhere behind you as you continue running. You dug down another alley, and uh, you're thinking you're almost uh, out in the clear. Anyways, is Marjorie. Uh, you continue zooming down the... I do. You do. Full speed. Now, to us, you know, having uh, calculated the thing, and uh, to us, 20 kilometers per hour isn't that much, but, you know... It's pretty fast at this time of, of uh, end day, I guess. Yeah, to, uh, to the people who aren't really used to uh, motorized to travel, it's pretty fucking fast. It's a very fast uh, jogging speed. It's a bicycle speed. It's gonna have a hell of a stopping distance. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a large and heavy steel trap. You know, zooming down the main streets. Uh, you just c- continue zooming straight ahead, or I, yeah, I'm heading for the cl- closest gates. Okay, yeah, it would be the eastern gate. At some point, you're gonna have to make a turn. Okay, that's gonna be interesting, but I'm up for it. Start the turn about a hundred yards back from where you want to, <laughs> and just go around on two legs. I'll, I hit the drift button on Cherry. <laughs> just the just the feet turn another way. Nothing else changes. And throw throw a banana peel behind me. Uh, your route leads you down the main street, and uh, you see people are uh, uh, coming out of their shops and stuff to look at what's going on. But they are all jumping out of the way as uh, Cherry uh, gallops past them. Uh, and you reach another square, and you see there's another main street uh, going uh, towards the... Based on your general sense of orientation, you assume if you take the other st- the other main street that you it would lead you to the east gate. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you take the turn, I presume. Uh, can you make me a... Hmm, either athle- athletics or acrobatics check for Cherry? Absolutely. Uh Cherry has proficiency in athletics, so that works perfectly. Okay. Cherry rolled a 14. It takes you 14 meters. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Cherry manages to make a turn. You uh, you knock over a few tables at a cafe. Sorry! 
And as you continue, uh, you continue running. There's a fountain in your way that uh, Cherry smashes smashes the edge off. Oops! But it doesn't even matter, and you continue running. Does Cherry take any damage from that? Not really. Yeah. Okay, that's good. Marjorie dashes on Cherry, causing a wave of destruction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a one a one woman car chase. Uh huh. We pan over to Decla. Uh, you just uh. Got out of the crowd at the fish market, and you uh, uh, you continue running, uh, pursued by a young orc woman uh, accusing you of stealing. All right, how far away is she currently? At least around the b- back. Uh, I'm not going to worry about it then. Yeah, she's uh, still caught in the crowd, while you've already managed to get your way out. I will go as quickly as I can. Okay, uh, which direction? Water direction. Okay, yeah, so uh, further south. Yeah. Cool, you you continue running full speed ahead, uh, and you hear just woman uh, just yelling after you, swearing. Um, roll me a d10. One. As you're running, uh, there's, a, there's a large uh, cart of cabbages in your way. Alright. Make me an acrobatics check to get around it. Can I slide under it? That's what I want to do. Slide under it! <laughs> I have proficiency in acrobatics for once. Woo! Okay, well, that wasn't very helpful. That's an eight total. Eight total? Yep. Yeah, you uh, continue running, but uh, uh, you misjudged the distance uh, needed to slide under it, and you stop just under the edge of the cart, and uh, you push yourself off the ground, and as you do that, you instinctively put your hand above you, and as you rise up, you tip the cart over behind yourself, and the cabbages spill all over the street, and uh, the man who was uh, carting it, uh, which is an older tabaxi man with a turban, he holds his head, and he has my cabbages. It's the anti-dawn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you continue running uh, full speed ahead. The woman, like you hear, you hear her. She's still pursuing you, but she's far enough back that you think you can probably you will lose her soon. So she's she's not as fast as you. She's pretty fast, but not as fast as you know a trained monk. Okay, so dawn. Yeah. Uh, you're still running across the roofs, uh, a few roofs further than you originally intended. Uh, can you roll me another d6? Yes. Uh, four. Uh, you're running across the roofs and uh, a roof tile slips under your feet. Um, so yeah, makes me a dex save. Eleven? That's awful. <laughs> you managed to catch yourself on your feet. Uh, you uh, swing your hands wildly, but you managed to catch your balance. The tile... Uh, smashes down into the uh, street below. Probably looks very undignified. <laughs> yeah, it was extremely undignified. You're only lucky that presumably nobody was there to see you. But you hear uh, from from somewhere below, over there, it sounded like it came from over there. Uh, is this voice coming from the rooftops or down on the street level? Down on the street level. Okay, uh, what's in the closest alley to me? Closest alley to you? That the tile didn't go into. Uh, yeah, that's a few roofs further away. Okay. I have a 90-foot move, so I can make it and have a look. Uh, roll me a perception. Uh, is two a failure of any sort? Or is it just one? Two total? No. Uh, do you want a perception? Uh... Yeah. Six total. Six total. Uh, yeah, from the quick glances you're running across doesn't seem- doesn't seem to be anything of note in the alley. 
Okay, I will jump down into it, if possible. And then cast Disguise Self. Yeah, you uh, parkour down into the alley. Uh, you quickly cast Disguise Self on yourself. Uh, what do you disguise yourself as? Um, what is the most common human race in town? Uh, then I disguise myself as a human. What kind of human? What do they look like? What do they look like? They look like what Dawn would perceive a common laborer. So black hair, black, like, full um, spiky beard, big shaggy black eyebrows, deep set eyes, quite broad with a bit of a gut. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm just gonna wander into the uh, main thruffer. As you uh, cast uh, the disguise self in yourself, you look around the alley, you realize you weren't actually alone in the alley. There's two teenagers making out in the alley. <laughs> Well, they're teenagers making out. They won't have noticed anything. It's true. They won't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's two teenage girls. Are they facing like? Are they like up against the wall of the alley? So unless they're looking sideways, they probably won't see me. Yeah, just uh, just as you turn around to look, one of them says, "Just like oh shit," like and uh, kind of nudges the other one to uh, sort of break break away and pretend nothing's going on. Dormace the sort of like embarrassed, stumbled into something, didn't mean to like. Apologies with his hands and sort of just waves them as he backs out. Yeah, and, and they they are awkwardly waving away and blushing furiously, like you know nothing nothing going on here. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> oh, young love, adorable. Uh, yeah, and then just walk out and yeah, and uh, the co- the cops run up to you and they say, "Sir, I'm sorry to bother you. Did you see, did you happen to see a, a tabaxi? We're we're searching for a fugitive." No, no, officer. But I heard um, a crash down that alley, and I'll sort of point over back the way I came. Uh, and the other cop says, well, see, I told you it was over there. Now, come on. And they turn around and they uh, run back that way. Lucky. So, yay, you're uh, out in the clear for now. Okay, so, Cassney, your turn. I'm going to try and keep heading in roughly the same direction. Mm-hmm. What kind of street is this? You're still in the alley. It's uh, still a narrow alley. There is a... Uh... A few ways where it uh, splits off into other narrow alleys, but uh, it reaches uh, another common street. Um, you know, not like Main Street, but just uh, a random street uh, if you continue running uh, directly straight on. I want to try and continue in the direction, in the general direction I was heading. So whichever way in the street is the way leads most in the direction I was trying to go, that's the way I'm going to go. Then you turn left. Yeah, so you run out onto the street, you turn left, uh, roll me a d10. Nine. Nine, okay. You uh, turn the corner into the street and uh, you you run past a bar, past the tavern. You know, there's a few tables outside and in itself it's not, it wouldn't be a big deal, but there happens to be a fight happening outside. How can I use this to my advantage? Well, uh, the options given here are either uh, an athletics, acrobatics, or intimidation check to get past the brawling people. There seems to be a few people involved, a few uh, warehouse workers, just being having a finished uh, a morning uh, shift. Um, coming here for a beer after work. Kasni flips a gold coin into the into the center of them and and then tries to acrobatically uh, go around them. Okay, um, the gold coin, that would be... What what per- performance? Okay. Performance. 16. You flick the coin into the air. One of the people of uh, fighting uh, notices it and follows it uh, with uh, 
his eyes and uh, the other person uh, uh, who's a broad-shouldered woman uh, punches him in the face. But it sto- it stops the action for long enough that you you can uh, pass through without uh, getting punched in the face while you're making your way through. Uh, you continue running. Um, the fight picks up back again. Okay. So are you are are you do you plan to duck into an alley or what are you what is your plan? Yeah, I want to try and I want to try and duck into another alley, and I might try if I could try and head back down an alley, taking me in the direction I had been. Mm-hmm. So down the same down an alley on the same. So let's see, I turned left, so I'd want to turn. I'd want to find an alley on my left to turn back down in that direction. And then I was going to if I when I was when no one was looking at me, d- disguise self again to look like somebody different. Yeah, uh, you duck into the alley just as you hear uh, the f- the cops running into this fight and start breaking it up. Do I have time to cast disguise self, or do I have to wait till my next turn? You can just cast. You can just cast it. You're out of their sight. What do you disguise yourself as? I'm going to be male, brown haired. Uh, yeah, male, brown haired human. Exactly the same as as uh, Dawn's disguise. <laughs> yeah, I want to look like a young teenager. Okay. Yeah. Because I mean, I could be up, I could be as short as four foot ten, which would make me perfectly reasonably, um, plausibly like fourteen or something. Okay, yeah, you uh, look like a young uh, teenage human. A fourteen-year-old brunette uh, with a little bit of acne. <laughs> yep, you do that, uh, and you walk out into the alley, and uh, just uh, behind in the distance, you, you know, where you were, you see the cops are now. Um, uh, in a shouting match with uh, uh, people fighting, and it looks like the fighting is gonna happen again. But this time, uh, it would it will be the brawlers against cops. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, uh, for the time being, you're out in the clear. Next up, Marjorie. Yeah, I'm not gonna disguise myself. Nah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep running, or Cherry is gonna keep running at uh, twenty kilometers per hour towards the gate. I can do this for an hour, maybe. Hey. Uh, you uh, make a turn, you uh, wreak distraction in the square, and you continue down, uh, running down the other uh, main street. And uh, as you're running down the main street, uh, people are again jumping out of the way. You narrowly avoid a few carts, uh, narrowly avoid a few people. Uh, some some plants are trampled in a way, but who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, and you uh, start reaching the eastern gate. Please tell me it's open. <laughs> It's open because it's the time time of gate ta- type of gate that's very di- that's very difficult to open and close, and it's only done so in wartime. It's the type of gate that's very difficult. <laughs> that's also what I heard. It absolutely <laughs> sounded like you said "gay" instead of "gate." <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of gay that's never closed. Yes, you know it's me. Everything's gay. You know it's me. Everything is gay. Everything is gay. But there's no obstacles in the way of my freedom, yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. The gate, the gate is open, but there's a barricade of cops there. I would like to cast jump on Cherry. Yay! Okay. Uh, cast jump on Cherry. Just reaches down, yanks another lever. Actually, do we do you want to quickly roll a d10 just to see if you get a three? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. I got a three. You got a three? Yes, I got a three. Okay, yeah, so you're running down the main streets, you see the uh, east gate in the distance, and uh, right as you're uh, zooming, as Cherry is uh, galloping down the street, uh, there's uh, uh, two people seem to be carrying uh, a pane of stained glass 
for a church reconstruction uh, project. That's the word I was looking for. Is it just a dragon? Big stained glass dragon. There, the pattern does seem to be in the shape of a dragon. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, move, move! <laughs> Get out of the way! By the time they notice you there, they're right in the middle middle of the street, and uh, Cherry uh, Cherry is going right towards them. So uh, roll me something. Uh, something. Okay. Make a strength saving throw. Oh no, seven. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Cherry, uh, full speed ahead, runs directly through the uh, pane of glass and uh, shatters. The, it shatters all around you. Ow. Some of the glass shards land on you and you take uh, you take uh, three piercing damage. Oof. Or would it be slashing? Doesn't really matter which type. Anyways, yeah, you, get three dam- you take three damage from the shards of glass and you continue running uh, towards the east gate. Now, Cherry, jump! You, you you run towards the eastern gate and you see there's a barricade of uh, cops. They have their spears pointed towards you and you're approaching them full speed ahead. I cast jump on Cherry. You pull another lever and it casts jump on Cherry. Come on, Cherry, you can do it. Come on, come on, come on! And Cherry just takes a leap and uh, just flies majestically. There's a, there's a slow motion following the... <laughs> <laughs> Trails of gloss. Yeah, like like glimmering in the air behind me. Yeah, gleaming in the light. Uh, Raining glass on the guards below me. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just see the shot from down below so, of the guards look, looking up at the at cherry above them. And Marjorie leaning over the back with both her middle fingers extended. <laughs> yes. And cherry lands on the ground with a thud. The ground shakes, so uh, some of the cops lose their balance a little bit. And Cherry just uh, continues speeding off. See you never! Marjorie, you're in the clear as well. Decla! Hello! We pan over to you. You you just uh, knocked over a cart of cabbages. Sorry! And you continue running. Young orc woman is uh, still following after you, like, far in the distance. But she still got eyes on you, so... She's crazy. All right. So you uh, continue running towards the south, towards the um, uh, edge of the town, towards the bog. Yeah. Do you duck into any alleys or... Uh... Nope. Taking the most direct route. Okay, you're taking the most direct route. Roll me roll me another uh, d10. Ten. Dun dun dun. Okay, yeah. So the further towards the edge of the, of the city you run, the less... Uh, ordered and organized the buildings are like some are just the less order there is to them so you start to slalom a little bit uh between them and at a certain point you run past the door that uh just opens and i'm gonna need you to make a dexterity throw to avoid running into the door a safe okay Mm -hmm. 15 uh 15 uh yeah you got pretty f- uh, fast reflexes, and uh, at the last second, you managed to uh, spin yourself away. Huh. Uh, and there's an uh, yeah, there's an uh, old dwarf man looks at you and says, "Hey, miss, you're okay." He uh, seemed kind of frazzled. I just need to get out of here. Yeah, you and me both. I'm stuck in this town. Well, good luck with that. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> you too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Is is De- uh, Douglas catchphrase. Yeah, these last few episodes, <laughs> especially. Yeah, and uh, he just uh, he just uh, shakes uh, he just shakes his head and uh, 
walks down the road the other way. Uh, soon after that, you reach the edge of the city where uh, there's a sort of uh, sort of docks built where uh, people uh, park their uh, rafts, which they used to get around the bog. I want to find someone near the near the edge. Yeah, that takes you a few further minutes, but it doesn't seem that the posters have spread over here yet. Ooh, perfect. You feel somewhat safe for the time being, but who knows how how long that's gonna last. Anyways, you uh, look around a bit, there's uh, still, like, there's not a lot of uh, rafts, but there's a few, quite a few people around. You know, this is a busy district, a lot is happening, but uh, as you sort of reach near the edge of the, you see down a dock, well, I say dock, it's like a pier, you know, anyways, and down the dock where two goblins just landed, uh, seem to be a father and a daughter. They uh, just landed and they're uh, carrying a bunch of uh, pheasants and ducks. Seem They seem to be hunters and... Uh, Come on, we have to get this to the market before Fridolair comes back. Decla, uh, who is more polite than she is sensible, is going to uh, run right up to them and press five gold into their hands and say, I need your raft. Goblin man, the father, uh, looks, uh, looks at the coin, looks up at you. Says, what? What are you up to? He doesn't seem to trust you. I just need to use your raft, that's all. Looks at his daughter, he says, uh, well, we can take you if you want. This is more than we're making on the market. It's better if I'm alone. You can get it back later. Okay. Thanks. Jump on it. <laughs> They they just they just look at the the coin and at you confused. Yep, perfect. And then then father just uh, pockets the coin and uh, they uh, continue their way to the market. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you get on the raft and you uh, yeah you take the ten foot pole, <laughs> you take the barge pole and you uh, push yourself away, and towards the shore. Yep. Outside of the city, and you as well are in the clear. Uh, you still have a bit uh, a bit of a way to make it to the road, but eventually uh, all four of you manage to meet up at the uh, at the fork in the road where it turns uh, either north or south, and you are you are taking you would be taking the north road. So, uh, how much later do you all meet up? Like how how long do you were? Um... I mean, the plan was generally to meet on the road, so we're not really hustling we're just sort of whoever's gets there first keeps walking and the rest catch up marjorie's there first and she waits for everybody else because you know she's speeding away on cherry <laughs> yeah so she waits at the fork in the road decla decla eventually you are uh, reach marjorie decla i'm glad you've made it uh yeah let's never do that again Immediately goes to the dead again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if that was to happen, I don't know what would happen to the party. Uh, so yeah, the, t- the other two, you were uh, um, disguised self la- lasts long enough for you to safely get out of town, I presume. Yeah, I think it lasts for like an hour. Yeah, that's more than enough time to get out. It probably fades by the time you reach uh, the other two. Dawn will actively drop it before meeting with the rest of the party, he doesn't want to look like that at all. For <laughs> any reason. Other than escaping. Mm. Don probably feels grossed out for like the next day. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, 
I'm surprised he didn't make himself be like unnaturally beautiful, regardless of how uh, that would draw attention to him. Or just, you know, a local noble because he can't do anything else. <laughs> Dawn doesn't know the local nobles. <laughs> no, I mean like a local noble as in like some generic noble who looks more local because, you know, that's your idea of normal is <laughs> <He's> rich. <laughs> Uh, he, he's he's got a bit of experience, which helps him with that. So, Don and Cassie, you actually meet up on the road uh, before you both reach um, the two ladies. Well, um, I think Cassie wouldn't have thought to drop his disguise, but if he sees um, Dawn out there looking uh, looking uh, like his normal self, not that he knew that he was disguised, but if he sees Dawn out there looking like his normal self, he'd probably turn back to be like yeah look it's me hey <laughs> okay i was about to say do you see dawn first because dawn was kind of paranoid at the moment <laughs> well i figure you were slightly ahead of me i mean i like i really love the idea of you both like meeting up as disguised people and just like pretending not to <laughs> the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i quite like that idea but he said he dropped the disguise as soon as he left the town i think so no not as soon as he left town just but, you know, before he reached the two ladies, so yeah. That's... Okay, so we could totally bump into each other as disguised people. <laughs> <laughs> so, come, come here often, Gov. Uh, 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 hello. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, eventually the two of you, you know, you recognize each other, you drop your uh, disguise selves and uh, you meet up with the two ladies. By the fork in the road. That was a mess. Yeah. I had so much fun. I mean... I knocked over a preacher. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing... Dawn kind of grins goes, you're right, it was actually quite a lot of fun. No. Kazni stands up a bit straighter at Marjorie's I knocked over a preacher and sort of like like uh, pulls out one of, uh, one of his uh, uh, holy symbols and says, um, that, that's not very nice. <laughs> well, he was in the way. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> organized religion, what can you do? <laughs> he should have organized himself out of my way. <laughs> I mean, not that it's relevant anymore, uh, guys, but we've been fired. <laughs> oh, yeah, Daniel. Oh, well, never oh. mind. <laughs> First time I've ever been fired. He was trying to start something with an old woman and wanted me to beat her up, and then she followed me. Should have. Oh, speaking of old women, we encountered someone as we were trying to leave. Um, they said they'd already spoken to you. Yeah, she did. Weird, wrinkly old woman. Yeah, but she she said she was going to help us, but then immediately dobbed on us to the uh, to the cops. So. Oh, well, I guess I'm glad I didn't let her take me. She's the one who bumped into Daniel and got me fired. Not that I care. Well, maybe you should have been her up. Turns out she turns out she was uh... a <laughs> bit of a bitch. Yeah, but we didn't know that. You didn't know that at the time. And always in any confrontation between Daniel and anyone else, Daniel's obviously the one in the wrong. Yes, but <laughs> thankfully now Daniel is out of our lives. We never have to mention his name again. Can I point out that the fact that someone knew that much about us is concerning? Yeah, she she knew about Darren. Who? Oh, yeah, he was just... He he was one of our companions, but he mysteriously disappeared in the night two days ago. 
And we haven't bothered to check why. <laughs> He's a city boy. He can do magic, put people to sleep. Yeah, it would be nice if we could. It would be nice if we could look for him. But honestly, I have no idea where he's gone. He didn't leave any clues or anything, so I don't think we exactly have any leads. Well, what's our plan? Did didn't Dawn say we have to lie low? How long do we have to do that for? Yeah, we should probably lie low. We don't. We just need to get out of the immediate area and get to another town and not come back here for. A long Ever. while. We left Ever. in quite a conspicuous... Ever. Uh... Forever. Yeah, I don't think I can go back there. I'd much rather be in the wilderness again. <sighs> I hate that. Look, you'll, you'll, love my, you'll love my grandson, Mert. He's fantastic. Uh, he runs a, a fishery, I believe. Well, I mean, I'm not sure I want to be cooped up with him in... Uh, a little fishery uh, for an indefinite period of time because danger- it's dangerous outside. That would be awful. <laughs> well, his uh, I think his wife runs a flower shop? I mean, that's better. How far away is the village? Like, how many days travel? A few. Around a week. I mean, a week's worth of travel and then there's not much reason to stay there, to be honest. A week's worth of travel is quite far. Yeah. What are we going to tell the Boneyard? The who? We, we're not going to have any contact with them at all now, are we? Well, we told them that we were going to have a heist with them. Um, yes, but that's also in a completely different direction than where we came. Church, did did our raven come back? It hasn't yet. Okay, well, when... When the raven comes back to me, we'll send them another uh, another uh, message to say that um, we got in trouble and we needed to ha- lie low and to sorry to bother them, but uh, we won't be coming back that way at least for a while. Why? Why would we need? Would we need to? Like, because we ask. Because because it's polite. I know that like. Fancy rich people like you don't think about being nice to people, but sometimes, you know... Cassidy, it's got nothing to do with, and he makes air quotes, fancy people. It's it's basic consideration for other human beings. We told them that we needed their help for a plan, and then they'll be just waiting on more news for that. We ought to just tell them. Not a plan. An illegal act. It was still a plan. To ambush a guy we were supposed to be guarding. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. With it. it's my obsidian raven. When it comes back, I'm going to use it to send them a message, whether you like it or not. Thank you, Kasney. Dawn just looks blankly. Kasney says, "It's a job. What have feelings got to do with it?" Kasney just sighs in exasperation and more or less ignores Dawn for a little while. Mm-hmm. With a huff from Kasney, all. Uh, turn and uh, start walking uh, down the north road uh, that will eventually lead you to the village of Nearpart where uh, Marjorie's grandson lives and uh, as you're walking off into the vast unknown uh, that's where we're gonna end it for today Dice Out Now Game is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. 
Our intro and outro music is Bells by Fake Cats Project. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us at Dice Out Now Game on Twitter, where you will also find links to our personal accounts. Dice Out Now Game is a part of Be Gay Roll Dice, a podcast network for actual play podcasts made by LGBT folk. Follow them on Twitter at Be Gay Roll Dice and check out other wonderful shows on the network. If you can, please rate and review our podcast and tell your friends about us. Now, game! And my name's Rachel. And together we're Dungeon, Dungeon Wives! A game where two sapphics in love play a little bit of D&D. We tell a story of a young tiefling named Alkaini who goes on a journey to find a destiny greater than herself. And possibly a wife. And possibly a wife. You can find us at DungeonWives.com and also... At Dungeon Wives on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks! Bye! Bye! Be gay! Roll dice! An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.